Welcome to Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols, the podcast that offers real tools and real conversations to help you feel good about teaching and yourself again. As a teacher who has spent more than two decades in the classroom, I get it. I know you have a lot to do, so if you need help right now, book a free consult call at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T dot com. Now, let's get to the show. Hey, everybody, you won't want to miss this episode 35, a conversation with veteran teacher Jill Cola. We've had Jill on the podcast before. She is a master teacher with over 30 years experience. And as a lot of us start gearing back up to back to school, her advice and tools and thoughts about time are pretty amazing. You won't want to miss this conversation with Jill Cola. Welcome to Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols. We are here with the great Jill Cola. Jill has been with us before as a 35-year elementary school veteran. I have asked her to come back on to talk about the challenge of time mm. and not enough time. First of all, Jill, welcome back to the podcast to Teacher Talk. Thank you so much for coming oh, back. Chrissy, it's so great here to be back with you and just to share things that I don't know if anybody really cares about, but maybe somebody will Teachers get a, do. a little nugget. Teachers. That's what I, if you can always find a nugget in something that you've listened to, then I think it's a good time spent. That's right. And I love these spotlights because I do try to give everybody a nugget out there. Yes. You know, we are busy people. We have a lot to do, even on our free time. The goal of these spotlights is to really give everyone just one thing, just one tool, one takeaway. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about time. First of all, when I talked to you about this podcast, we talked about one of the biggest challenges that you think teachers face, and especially during COVID, was boundaries around time and not enough time. Correct. Could you address that, what you mean by that? Well, you know, people think teachers have this great job that's like 8.30 to 3.30, summer's off, and, you know, you're not working weekends. But reality is when you're in the classroom, you're in the classroom. You're there for the students. And so you have to really think, for me, with a issue of time is how do I spend my time in the classroom? What I think is going to be my best bang for whatever I'm doing. But also then the issue of time after school and the papers that you grade and all of that. And so for me, it was really looking Monday morning and thinking, okay, this is what my week is going to look like. Mm -hmm. And so from the assignments that I'm giving, what do I really need to look at? Yes. Especially in elementary school. I know you've taught everything from first to sixth grade and and ended your career in fifth grade. And by fifth grade, we have some very proficient writers. Yeah. And you're reading a ton and it's important to read, but you don't have to grade everything. And you know what? I think kids are okay with that. One of the big things for me, especially 
with the grading piece is conferencing with students, mm-hmm. um, whether it be about their reading or their writing. So say more about how you set that up. Conferencing so, meaning sitting down and meeting And with actually them? meeting with a student. Got it. And okay. then it's interesting, like I would go to them instead of them coming up to my desk. So I had this little wheelie little stool that I just zoomed around the classroom on because when you're at a small group, you're conferencing one-on-one with a student, but you can like, you can pull in like, like they're listening even though they're supposed to be doing something. And then you're like, oh yeah, maybe you, maybe you want to come and hear this too, Susie. You know, Joey and I are working on this and maybe you've had that issue too. And so really looking at working with either an individual or a small group. And so we did a lot of reading in my classroom. I think it's super important for kids to have that time to really read. That was when I would come up in conference with students. And so I didn't, they might re- write about their reading or whatever, but as long as I was kind of touching base with them once a week, they could still write and I just didn't need to grade everything. So that's really a big thing for time is really think about what your week is going to look like, what your own life looks like. Mm -hmm. And if you've got something on Wednesday night, don't assign something on Wednesday that needs to be graded by Thursday, if that makes sense. Totally. I think you're speaking really to planning. Yes. And how to really powerfully, as you're talking about, how can I make this work for me? Of course, mm-hmm. we're giving to the students. But I also what I loved about what you said is really getting so focused on what you're looking for, what you're grading for. Mm-hmm. And you, in your 35-year career, as we've talked, really are so good at, I think, reminding me and reminding others, like, I don't need to grade the whole thing. I'll look at everything Mm -hmm. to have that confidence, but maybe I'll just grade the thesis statement. And for many of you out there, I'm sure this is something you're already doing. But for me, especially at the beginning of my two-decade career, I thought I had to. I had a lot of black and white thinking and perfectionism, and I thought I had to do it all. I had to look at every accent mark, every comma, Mm -hmm. every single you know, scratch mark. And that's just not the case, is it? Yeah. No. And my love of teaching, I did language arts, reading and writing. And so, you know, when I finish a book, I don't go write a book report. I might just go talk to somebody about right. it. So the You're going to call a girlfriend now right. and say, I read the best book. Right. And so students, you know, think of your students. What, what would they want to do also? Yeah. And another thing was maybe five students turn in something one day. And then maybe five more the next day. Oh, and so staggered turn-ins. Staggered turn-ins was really helpful for me, especially yeah. in fifth grade because, boy, some of those kiddos can write. Yes. And, and also highlight, what do you want me to read? What's your best sentence in this? Mm. And that's what I'm going to grade. How powerful. I haven't thought about having them decide. Yeah. What is their best sentence? Yeah, don't we want all kids to be show their best work? Yes. And have that pride. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's talk about the personal component. You, I know, have kids Mm -hmm. and you have a wonderful partner and husband. How did you keep boundaries even around time on the weekends or on vacation or in the evening around email? Don't we all get so many emails with administration? How would you manage your time? I wish I had an answer for that. I'm not sure I really can say that, but what actually I did, whatever I did, it seemed to work. Now I'm like, how did I raise those children when I was teaching full time? Right. 
But for me, it might, and my husband was a high school teacher, so he could come home and we could be at home and then work later in the evening. But you do have to decide, okay, I'm going to do this for 45 minutes and then I'm going to be done. Nice. And sometimes we would even say that with the, our kids' homework. Mm. Like sometimes it was just too much. And like, okay, 45 minutes and then we're done because we do need that family time. And so just, I think you have to decide, okay, what's like, can I stay an hour after school? And maybe if school's done at three, maybe get home at five and then be done. Don't bring anything home. And then Sundays, can I do an hour and be done? Yeah. The Sunday scaries are real. I know. And my heart goes out. I'm retired now and Sunday's like the best day, but I hated it yeah. when I was teaching because it was just knowing I had to do to get ready for the week. And bef- before I came to coaching I and, and mindset work, I would have that pit in my stomach. I think it would start about noon on Sunday. Yeah. And sometimes even Saturday evening, depending on, you know, the scarcity mindset of, I, I don't have enough. Oh my gosh, Sunday's coming. Monday is coming. Mm-hmm. I haven't even had my weekend. So everything you're giving us today, Jill, after 35 years of experience and experimentation and finding what works and then maybe changing it up. Absolutely. And I think that's a big thing is what, how you start your year and how you end your year can be really different and that's okay. And not over like classroom management, I mean, but like, wow, I went to a conference and I learned this thing and it's going to save me maybe some time. And so let's try it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And I've done that with students all the time. Oh my gosh, what was I thinking? This isn't, okay, let's just scrap this and let's start again. Yes, experimentation. Mm -hmm. And isn't that what we want to give to our students? Right. I think if we just go back to that planning, if I could be ready on Monday morning, not everything spelled out, but just have a rough outline of where my week was going, you can go into the week with just a little bit less stress. I love it. So thank you so much. You have really named conscious planning and really the power of planning, but also giving yourself a break Mm -hmm. and saying, Hey, that didn't work. Or, Hey, let me try this or staggered turn-ins or whatever works for you and whatever works for your students. Yes. Because what works for Joey might not work for Susie and it's okay to have different expectations for students. That's right. Jill, thanks so much for coming back. I really appreciate it. And all of your amazing ideas and thoughts about time, especially after decades in the classroom. Well, it's always fun chatting with you, Chrissy, and just sharing life. I think it's amazing. I think so too. Thanks so much, everybody. This is has been an amazing conversation with Jill Cola, 35-year veteran in the classroom, now retired. And thank you for sharing your thoughts on time. We will see you next time in the next episode. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's episode, teacher friends. If this podcast speaks to you, please share it. Share Teacher Talk with one teacher or administrator or educator in your life. To continue the conversation and have life-changing tools and resources sent directly to your inbox, join my weekly newsletter, Teacher Talk, at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y. C-O-N-C-E-P-T dot com. 
there, you can also book a consult with me. That's a one-on-one conversation to see if coaching might be just what you're looking for. Sometimes one call is all it takes. Have a great day in and out of the classroom, my friends. We'll see you next time.